And uh, we're joined on the line by uh, Narina Fisser, who is, of course, a strategist and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and happy Friday to everyone, and I believe for many people, happy payday as well. <laughs> Good luck to them. But as we usually do, we try to end the week always on a positive note, so let's start with some good news today. The JSE hit new record highs yesterday, so what was behind that latest surge other than NASPERS closing above 3,000 Rand for the first time? Yes, as we said yesterday, you know, not only is NASPERS um, by far the biggest stock in terms of index weights on the JSE, um, it did reach that 3,000 level um, on, uh, briefly on Wednesday, but then yesterday actually closed above that level. So that was, oh, let's call it mathematically, the main reason <clears throat> for the new highs that we see on the mar- saw on the market yesterday. But I think in terms of, of where the, the real um, performance came from, it was mostly from the banking and the financial shares. And I think this was still some leftover of the better-than-expected inflation numbers that we saw coming out on Wednesday. Um, and there's been some positive global sentiment also around banks, so certainly quite supportive of the financial sector. It was quite a broad-based support yesterday, so certainly something to cheer about as we head into into Friday and into the weekend and uh, close to the month end. So it looks like certainly August is going to be another very good month for the market following on from that spectacular performance that we saw just in July. You know, with the benefit of hindsight, we probably should have started uh, with this story because it puts a slight dampener on things because on the negative side, there was quite poor performance by Woolworths and Steinoff has lost uh, as well, losing close to 10% in value. What caused this sharp fall? Yeah, so I think um, from from the retail or the willy side in particular, um, you know, so often we find that interest rate sensitive stocks tend to do well together. So one would actually expect retailers to to do quite well in the same environment in which banks do well. But yesterday, Woolworths reported financial results, and it was their first annual profit fall um, since 2009. So the first time in eight years that they actually saw a decline in their annual profits. And I think the basis really that that really sort of set the scene for the, for the retail industry um, or the retail performers yesterday. Sign off a specific story there. Um, you know, it, it goes back to a something that was first um, initiated in 2015, um, some uh, investigations in Europe around its tax affairs. Um, and, and yesterday, a story came out in a German magazine that uh, that said that um, Marcus Jöster from, from Sign off among with um, some other board members are under the investigation for potential Essentially fraud on the balance sheet. Now that caused that share price to slump by almost 15% intraday. The company did come out with a statement late in the day yesterday to say that it's completely unfounded and that there's no basis to this. And it saw those share price recover a little bit, um, so it closed down almost 10%. But certainly um, a lot of focus on that company and to see, you know, is this really being opportunistic by the by the journalists and how they're reporting on it, or is there some substance to the allegations? that are being footed. Um, be that as it may, um, when you look at the general retail space, clearly Woolies and Steinhoff adapt their on things. But also, you know, hearing out of the U.S., Amazon, um, who recently bought the whole foods company and is now sort of branching into um, online sales of food stuff, and then also the delivery of it, they announced that they would be instituting quite big um, cost cuts at the whole food store. And so that saw the, the retail 
financial sector in America also come under significant pressure yesterday. So certainly just a little bit of, con- not concern necessarily, but, but a, a bit of a negative sort of fall over the retail sector globally, um, and, and certainly something to, to watch, um, you know, whether the positive powers of lower interest rates or the negative powers of concerns around the retail industry, which of the two will carry the day today. And then, Narina, you know, uh, spoke about this in while you were sleeping about this uh, place called Jackson Hole in Myo- in Wyoming, in the United States, and why this will be important this weekend, of course, from a global economic perspective. But what is the significance of this place and of the event? So, so yeah, um, um, Jackson Hole reminds me quite a bit of Davos. You know, Davos, where they have the World Economic Forum meetings in January every year. And prior to this major event being held there, um, held there I don't think anybody even knew of this place. So going back to the early 1980s, um, the Kansas Federal Reserve Bank, um, they offered um, an annual meeting for central bankers. And they had this annual conference, and they struggled to actually get enough people to come to this. So they decided, Let's go and hold it in Jackson Hole because it's um, it's got excellent trout fishing um, uh-huh. facilities. So that might actually lure who was then at the time Chairman Paul Volker, who was uh, the chairman of the Fed. He was a very keen uh, trout fisherman. So they thought, well, you know, if you would come to that, then maybe they can attract others. And yes, it worked. It was successful. So this little town, Jackson Hole, who's got less than 10,000 inhabitants, <laughs> now has become the annual meeting of central bankers. And, and economists around the world as they deliberate um, global central bank policy and, and look at that. So certainly we're going to have Janet Yellen there. This is her final speech um, because her term as head governor comes to an end in February next year. So a lot of focus on whether she would actually be um, be back for a second term or whether this is her swan song. There will also be a lot of focus on Maria Draghi to see what um, signs does he give us in terms of the ECB's plan. Certainly we've seen the ECB sort of, um, uh, you know, hold off a little bit in terms of uh, unwinding that balance sheet of theirs, and therefore we've seen the euro being quite strong in recent weeks, contrasting that to the Fed, where um, the expectation is that maybe the interest rate uh, increases are behind us for the time being, or certainly not going to increase by as much as previously thought, which has put the dollar on the back foot. So when you start sort of looking at the type of um, of speeches and commentary that uh, is expected to come out of Jackson Hole, and you see the potential impact that it has on the major currencies of the world, you understand why um, an event at a fairly um, inconspicuous uh, place in, in America uh, actually carries so much weight and why the, uh, the eyes of most of the financial market and economists will be on Jackson Hole, Wyoming, this weekend.